Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, how you good doing? Good morning. Uh, we've uh, into uh, uh, getting it toward June. <laughs> we're uh, we're May May thirty one. I think this is broadcasting of uh, the covenant. And uh, we talked yesterday about uh, margin. Uh, huh. Actually, the last last couple, little couple of days, we've talked about don't get entangled, and we had that great right. picture. Good of, conversation. <laughs> of yeah. What, of what entanglement looks like, and um, and then margin and. Uh, being obedient and faithful uh, mm-hmm. to that aspect. And again, we want to just reiterate that um, uh, maybe you could even share a little bit about um, how did how did you um, learn about that and how does that play out in your life that you're able to actually have, you and Dan are actually ex- have margin with, you know, you're involved in lots of things. Dan's a CEO of a company. Uh, you do retreats, have a family. How does all that work for you to actually actually have margin and yeah uh, and uh, not not be overburdened by it all? Yeah, so it's interesting. I've shared before. I'm I'm a type A high capacity kind of person, and you would assume that Dan, being the CEO, is also a type A. He is not at all. Um, and so, margin is actually more something that I have to surrender more than he does mm-hmm. um he he naturally will set up rhythms that that create margin and i naturally will fill them you know <laughs> um so anyway as we have throughout our married life it's been interesting um just to see you know i i sympathize with people who who are like you know i see that i need margin but um, I have all these things and they're all good things and how do we get undone? And it's interesting because I would find myself truly, before I knew, before I really had been taught, okay, margin is important. And that really came through your teaching in Christ's Clutter in the Calendar. Yeah, yeah. we have, by um, the way, just to uh, everybody know that, that we have a course uh, called uh, Christ's Clutter in the Calendar. Um, mm-hmm. And we're, um, we're actually, we filmed it last year and we're getting ready to, uh, we're, we're working through the workbooks and stuff, so we'll have it up here, probably in another uh, uh, two, three, four months. Yeah, but it's a great. It's a good one. It's yeah. a really good one for everybody to take. It's a very practical tool and too. work it through. Of what does God say about this, mm-hmm. and then how do you apply it, which is unique to you, but there's a process to apply it unique to you. So, we've we've done it with all our leaders. We've done it as retreats, and it really it really has made a difference in people's lives when they start to realize that God wants us to have freedom and not clutter and manage right. the calendar properly. So right. uh, I just wanted to put that plug in. So, go, go yeah, ahead. absolutely. Cause <laughs> that is, that is definitely well worth um, spending time on, but yeah. So prior to that, I would say I, we've shared in our story before that um, before we lived in New Hampshire, Dan and I, in our married life pretty much moved like every three years. Mm-hmm. And, um, and in its own way, that was a blessing to me. 
Uh, actually, I, I loved moving anyway because it was a new adventure every few years. But there was some protection that God gave me in that being the, the personality I was and not knowing really about margin. Um, every three years, I got a clean slate to start over. <laughs> and and it was funny because I would recognize, oh, this is a this is a nice reprieve. But then I wouldn't recognize that you actually needed to set that up and be intentional in in having margin on a regular basis and so really with every one of those moves i remember thinking oh you know it's actually there's going to be things i missed but there it's going to kind of be nice to have the excuse to not be in all of this anymore and so then when you taught us christ clutter in the calendar i'm like ah that's what that's what god was trying to show me is you needed space you, you know even being high capacity um you need that margin to truly be fruitful and so for me, there was a lot of freedom in being, I would call myself just really a doer, a performer and learning to be with him um, and, and have space to actually respond to what he was calling more in the moment, being present in the moment instead of being so concerned with what it was I wanted to accomplish or perform. Um, and so we did settle into, after taking that class, really um, took on just the idea of, okay, in rhythms of life, we need to be intentional. And we honestly, being mostly me, and, and Dan would be gracious and say it was him too, but it was mostly me um, that needed to step back and, and needs to look at what we have. And God, is there anything in this place, in this season we're in, you know what's coming in the next three months. And, and we kind of tend to do three month chunks. Um, but you know what's coming. And is there anything that I need to shed in order to make space? And even in doing that, it's funny, um, he had me shedding things before I knew you were gonna um, invite me to do this podcast with you. He had already set in motion, I want you to shed this, I want you to shed this, so you're making space, I'll show you what for later, but you're making space. And so he had put me in this season of already pulling some things out without me realizing what he was doing with that time. And so it's been sweet to watch him do that. But for me, it is very intentional. And like I said, for Dan, honestly, it's just very natural. And so he almost just needs to nudge me, Kathy, go, you know, let's look at what you're doing, <laughs> you know, and, um, and keep me in that rhythm of checking that, of taking it back to God and just making sure. But what I have learned is truly the refreshment in that. And the idea of, I see now how when I'm just doing what he's asking me to do and not every other good idea I think there is out there, the fruit in what he's yeah. calling me to do so supersedes the little bit of fruit I'd get in the thousand different things I was doing. Right, right. And that's um, where the- So uh, it's been beautiful to learn that for yeah, me. You that's know? where the uh, entanglement uh, really interferes with the fruit um, so that, uh, remember uh, margin, it isn't self-created margin. Uh, it's following the instruction yes. of where God would have you uh, give your time to, which by the way, um, it's not even to something that is tangible. It could be uh, actually, um, uh, I want you to go spend time with your spouse right now because you need right? you need to strengthen your affection for each other and you're walking with me together. Right, and, and then, that is your assignment and that's right your now. Assignment go bear right fruit now there. And go yeah. do that. Um, so it's, it's, it's not, there's not a litany of, well, I should, I should, I should. It's just rather, what are you calling me today on your path 
of living out the grand life, which a lot of times it's, I need to take you through, you know, forgiveness. I need to take you to uh, reigniting uh, your relationship with you or your children or uh, your inner circle and uh, other things. So, you know, like, uh, and by the way, what, what you said is where God calls you, which means by definition, you don't do other things that are good ideas. Right. So uh, when our ministry was, was growing, um, Linda and I were doing five, six retreats a year, um, and I'm working, of course, and um, God says, get ready. Uh, it's going to start to really take off, and um, you got to get ready for this. And like you, like, like you kind of did with you is you got to create some space here. Um, so I, we received that. We got it. Um, well, interesting enough, we're working toward creating space, and I get all these invitations. Uh, to, Isn't that always how it happens? Uh, you know, <laughs> hey, would you? Could you be an elder of the church? Could you head this committee? Could you uh, do this uh, uh, small group thing? Could you do a teaching of uh, family ministry? You teach marriage, so teach that. You know, and or go out and speak, and and it was literally, literally, thing after thing after thing. Uh, interesting enough. I could do them all, no problem. Um, I'm capable of doing it, but and you're a high capacity person, and I'm too, a high capacity. So it's tempting, right? But God said, already said, I am getting you ready for something, and so I didn't even. And Linda, and I understood this is, it wasn't like should I or not. God said, I've already said this. You don't need to pray about it. The answer is no. You don't right. take anything on. Because margin is going to be a piece of what you what you're learning, by the way, to teach other other people. Oh, and uh, (laughs) you can't teach them if you don't know how. Because in our retreats, in our retreats, you know, it's that. Well, Linda and I are in a sweet spot. Mm -hmm. Well, that takes time and margin and priority. And if you lose it, he said, if you lose that, you've lost everything. Everything was was stopped because you have nothing more to say. Right. Um, Okay. You know. So uh, and then of course it grew. Um, and by the way, one of the things I was doing, which he said, you know, go ahead and continue, is um, I was teaching uh, nine times a year with Richard and Henry Blackaby, Experiencing God. Um, and we had written some material together and we're teaching together. And it's, you know, to be part of those big shots. That's uh, fun is, right there. That's, is, is that's quite fun, fun. exciting. Because you know, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a nobody and I get to be with them and, and learn from them, you know. And it, right. was, it was really fun to be around them and teach with them. Uh, and so we're growing and growing and, and getting bigger and we haven't started to have leaders and uh, uh, I'm evaluating, Linda and I evaluating, okay, what would you have us do next to create the space for what you are going to do with the fruit? And you've right. given us the living, you know, living waters ministry. And uh, God actually said to Linda, and he was kind of saying it to me, but he said to Linda, you know, Rich, maybe you should consider stop that stop doing that, that nine times a year. You know, and it's like, well, yeah, but that's Henry Black. <laughs> <laughs> How um, do I say no to that? You know, um, uh, and they need me, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which I discovered they didn't, by the way. And uh, uh, and so we go, we went and prayed about that. And God said, yep, that's what I'm calling you to do. I'm calling you to end that. And I remember when he prunes, it's not, well, I'll do a little bit less and I'll still plant it in the ground. He said, no, I'm telling you, I'm cutting it off. Right. And you got to end it. Now, you don't end a relationship, so I'm still friends right. with them. And we still have joy together. But um, I'm ending that activity 
and mm-hmm. I'm burning it, you're done. Okay. Right. Okay. You know, so we're willing to do that, and then it goes to that next level. Now it happens, and now you got to build leadership, and you know, and then you're going to do different things, and so um, it's a constant process of right. uh, the things that you're bearing fruit with. By definition, are growing, mm-hmm. and because you find your what we call your sweet spot, and everything kind of syncs up, and you're 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 pleased, you're not stressed, you have you have space, you have rest. It's everything is just uh, a sweetness. Including, by the way, your time with God and your t- time with your spouse or your, right. and your family and for us grandkids. Joy is such an indicator in all yeah, of that, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Great joy is that, well, as it changes, like you said, I, I think you said last time there's a rhythm to quarters. Every quarter mm-hmm. uh, is keep, keep looking at that. And so we do that every quarter. Okay, now what? And God says, yeah, here's, here's what's happening growing-wise. I'm going to have to readjust things. And one thing we've learned is don't don't sacrifice the absolutes uh and the absolutes are uh well rich uh your time with me is kind of absolute uh right your time with linda is kind of absolute you know so don't mm-hmm. sacrifice that there's something else I'll, t- I'll show you what to do because those things are critical to the the life that i've given you um and so uh, it's really really interesting about this discussion of margin, and I know you've you've uh, you and Dan have that sweet spot, and you and you work at it constantly. And, and we do, we work at it. Uh, yeah. And now you understand. I mean, think about this, which you could testify to. Um, the covenant life is fabulous, right? Um, and it's but it's all of that. Um, mm-hmm. It's the rest. It's the recreation. It's the sweetness. It's the margin. Uh, it's all that life that he's lead, led you into. Would you ever consider giving that up? Oh, goodness, no. Not once you've experienced it, right? How, how, how come? <laughs> because it is such a joy. Yeah. It, you know, you see what you see what abundant life is, just living and walking with him and being and enjoying his rest, enjoying his restoration, and enjoying partnering with him and bearing fruit. Yeah. Uh, it's all of it. And see, what that's what happens with the covenant is that God redefines it for us. Mm-hmm. Is that he says... My view of it is all of life is a joy and all the things you're involved in, right. particularly when you join me in my assignments, which is a bigger story, um, I will bring you into that. I'll have you receive it. Remember, the covenant is I'm going to have you be a blessing. you got to give it away. Well, that takes some time as well. So um, once you understand the fullness of that and then experience it, you realize, well, then... <laughs> Why? Why would I ever want to leave leave this? Right. Uh, while it's changing, by the way, which means I gotta I gotta be pruned. I gotta be willing to be right. pruned, you know, step by step. So this next right. one, and that starts. I'm just gonna say that starts at his feet. Yeah. Period. It's it's directed by him, and it's making time to spend with him to actually process those things and allow him to do the pruning. It's not even I'm gonna prune or you're gonna prune. It's we're allowing him to do it. And I just like I reminded me when you were talking of a quote that um, one of my favorite pastors years ago said, and he said, "If you're too too busy to spend time with God, you're busier than He intends you to be." Yeah. <laughs> so there's the starting point. Make the time to spend with Him, and then tee it up with Him, and and let Him show you what needs to be pruned back. Right, right. And but it's got to start at His feet. Yeah, remember, and remember, time is abiding in the vine. Uh, yes. So it's not. I do a devotion. I give him right. my list. I give him my list. Of, Here's what I want you to do. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, no, it's connectivity 
all mm-hmm. the time, uh, centered in the word, centered in your relationship, centered from hearing his voice, uh, and enjoying. It's always, are you enjoying yeah. it? Yeah. And life is going to come from that. By the way, again, we talked about um, when you stop hearing or you stop enjoying, it's, a, it's at that moment that everybody that ought, ought to say, wait a minute, something's <laughs> mm-hmm. not right here. Uh, I got to yeah. get back to what does he have for me? Uh, be willing to you know let him show you which he says well you know come on back I'll show you well this next Absolutely. one uh, that we've talked about is uh, now it's called ponder the path of our feet which is okay um, I'm walking with you uh, and I, and I want to be obedient to that he said well there's a process to that of pondering the path uh, so we'll, we'll look at that if you go to uh, Proverbs 4 26 and then 521. Uh, these are two verses to just kind of start us on this discussion. Uh, Proverbs 426 and 521. 426 says, Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. And 521, For the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord, and he ponders all his paths. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, he says, uh, You're pondering the path. Mm-hmm. Okay, so by definition, <laughs> what does that imply? If you're pondering the path. Well, that you're on the path and you're with him for one thing. (laughs) It's a moving, it's Mm -hmm. a moving forward, not a, uh, you know, just tell me the answer. Step by step. And I'll go, I'll go do it. Mm -hmm. It's ponder the path, which means I have to be on a path and ideally, or not ideally, really uh, required to have the covenant is whose path do you have to be on? His path. His path. Yeah. Which, by the way, as we discussed, is geared toward your path. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's really cool that this comes together. So it's not a universal path. Right. Well, let's, all, let's all do what God wants us to do properly. He said, no, uh-huh. I have something unique for you, but it's my path for you. Uh, come and walk with it and ponder it and think of the, uh, the thing. And he says that pondering, when you think of the word ponder, what does that bring to mind? Um, I think of... Well, I think of ruminating, really. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but to think on and really um, dig through and analyze and and spend time and effort actually processing. Yeah, yeah. Know. And the uh, the Hebrew word there underneath it all is uh, bring the proper weight and make sure that things are 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 in balance and sync up. Uh, using in a sense a, a, a typical you know balance and at that at that time it was uh, it would be these two trays with on the fulcrum and you know you'd, you'd put something on one side and then you put weights on the other side until they balance mm-hmm. and then you say okay that weighs that much uh, right and, or that's that that's how much money that's worth uh, and uh-huh. so the when it says ponder it's it's play with until it until it gets like settled oh there it is oh that's uh, interesting yeah uh, that's the process consider process mm-hmm. add to discuss uh, uh, think about you know what you're about uh, and as we've talked about you know this issue of margin uh, that's a big deal uh, is to ponder well I'm on a path because what you're doing stuff already right uh, all right how does God want to alter my path? To, to for me to get from where I'm at, which is stress, weariness, tiredness, overwork, to something different, where it's beautiful, peaceful, and joyful. Uh, 
uh, and you got to ponder that. You got to think about. Right. You got to have a, have a heart. Well, let me consider the path I'm on. And right now, something's not right. I don't know what is right, but I'm going to ponder it, process it until God shows me. You know. So I'm working with this young couple, for example, um, and they're uh, they're in the process of you know getting serious, uh, and they're working together, and um, we're on discussions. So we're we're basically just learning what it means to abide. Right. Uh, and as part of the discussion, um, they talk about, you know, there's they have a few issues of managing conflict, and they're trying to learn this. Um, and God says, God says to me, "Well, ask him about their uh, activity level." Uh-huh. So I said, "Well, okay, would you say that you're tired?" Yes, <laughs> we're really tired. <laughs> we're really we're, okay. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, well, they start describing. It's like, oh wow, my goodness, no wonder. Um, I tell you what, write down everything you got you got doing, and then we'll come. Let's come back and look at what God would would say to you about that. Uh, because I can tell you right now, you're doing way too much, and you're tired, and weary, and that's not God's path for you. And you're not going to be able to get to the real good stuff, which is how you build your relationship without that. Okay. Right. So they do, and so that um, they you know they send back, and <laughs> uh, uh, this one young lady, um, she's got this whole list, and she's uh, <laughs> full time work, full time student, worship team leader, five Bible studies, moving to a new uh, loca- location. <laughs> uh, it's like uh, that ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, so why don't we take uh, a a four to eight week period, and uh, let's reass- let's reass- see what God would say about that to gift you back to uh, a sense of joy and peace. And this is, by the way, really really important because people think as soon as right. Uh, well, uh, when I get through school, it'll be better. Uh, I'll just put up with it for that. No, nope. It's now. It's right now. Uh, so we did, and, and uh, so God spoke to her, and she listened and processed, and God, God said, uh, school and work and your, and your relationship with your uh, boyfriend, that's it. Uh, and you got to move. By the way, you got to move. Uh, so, yeah, you got four things. Everything else is take it off your plate, everything. Mm-hmm. Worship team, Bible studies, all that stuff's got to go off your plate. Uh, Which I'm sure are hard for her to let go of as well. Yeah, yeah. because I'm used. They're used to me being there, and I, you know, I, aren't mm-hmm. I important? And I'm like, okay, uh, so um, for two months, do that during the two months, because then you're going to move. That'll be done. You're going to get out of school. That'll be done. Um, now it'll be okay. Now what? I said we got to rebuild it by pondering your feet, and by pondering your feet, it's not what you decide to do, it's the path. That's why it says the path. Right. The path of my feet that God has for you, which is gonna get you to basically a place of uh, uh, recreation and rest and margin and sweetness, and then I'll show you what to do next. Um, And by getting out of this stuff, let him rebuild it piece by piece by piece, which, by the way, could or could, could not include the worship team. Maybe. Right. Or maybe in a different way or maybe not at all. But don't uh, and I, don't presume anything 
right uh, just go and then uh, and so she she's she said okay hallelujah yes um, I'm absolutely willing to do this because I think by her even getting to you know what that's what it should look like at the moment the burden all went off right it's like right oh, yeah I can I can I can do this um, I can make this work and this will take the stress off of me mm-hmm. and then I can go forward from there you know and so um, margin as you ponder your feet and the path of your feet one of the big things is well, what steps does God want you to take on that path and probably fewer steps fewer steps than you're doing you're trying to do too many things too many paths at once right uh, and you're, right. Enta- you're entangled so it's really a beautiful thing um, okay go to the next verse here and it tells us a little bit about the process Isaiah 30 uh, 20 to 22. This is really cool about uh, about your steps. And it says, And though the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet your teachers will not uh, will not be moved into a corner anymore. But your eyes shall see your teachers. Your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. Yeah. Whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left, you will also defile the covering of your images of silver and the ornament of your molded images of gold and you'll throw them away as an unclean thing, and you will say to them, get away. Yeah. We actually talked about this uh, a little bit um, a little while ago in terms of uh, that God gave us actually this verse uh, when we were talking about idols. Mm -hmm. uh, Is, you know, how do you get rid of them? Usually it's, well, go take care of them and then come on back. And God said, actually, it's the other way around. Uh, Right. Is that you, as you ponder your path, um, let me direct you by speaking, turn right, turn left. Um, and interesting enough, the voice in this picture, he says it comes from where? Behind you. From behind, yeah. Uh, so what he's saying is that um, our typical view is what we see, hmm. evaluate what we see, and then we decide based on what we see. Right. So the path is, to me, I'm going to go this way because I think it's a good way to go. He says, well, I know more than you. Uh, right. Because I know what's around the corner that you can't see. I see what's in there the future. There are steps of faith involved. Uh, <laughs> I, see, I see the maze that you're going to go down that path. It's going to be a dead end. Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't take that turn. So when he says here, it's that you're paying more attention to what you're hearing than what you're seeing. And you're listening to uh, is this the path, you know, take it this way. His job is to communicate that. Yes, do that, do that. And it's very specific. The path is very specific. Uh, Do this, don't do this. Uh, And we're listening and processing so that we're not doing it based on our own sight. We're doing it based on what, you know, God is saying uh, and how to do it. Like, for example, uh, as I shared with, uh, hey, I want you to, uh, end your relationship with teaching with Henry and Richard Blackaby. Mm-hmm. Well, based on my sight, it's like, well, why would you want me to do that? We're really, right. we're really having fruit together. Um, mm-hmm. And it, isn't this a great thing? And I get the privilege of this, and I get to be part of this, and and it's not just the activity for me. It's like, well, look at the fruit that's coming from what we're doing. Don't you want to keep doing that? Right. From what I can see, I think that's still a good thing to do. And God says, well, I know more than you. 
and I have other things for you to do, and I don't want you to lose the sweetness of your life. So listen, and let me tell you, turn right, not left. Right. Okay, okay. well, that became more significant than my thought process of what should I do based mm-hmm. on what I see. You know, and it was confirmed with Linda, confirmed with other people. Uh, yep, that's what God's saying. You can, you can hear it, you know, turn right. Um, and as you turn and ponder the, the steps and take the steps, what does it say? Then you will, you will throw away what? Your idols, other things that are, you're putting ahead of him. Okay, yeah. now this is really clever, I think, uh, because um, the path that you're taking is God's path, which means mm-hmm. you aren't letting anything get in the way. Right. So that, yeah, like in this example that I shared, I could say, well, uh, being with Richard and Henry Blackaby is more important and very important, significantly important. And I can rash, I could rationalize it away, no problem. Right, absolutely. Um, so see, when we think of idols, we tend to think of bad things. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's that's awful. Uh, no, it's um, things that that aren't of God at the moment, right? Or uh, anything that we're putting we're putting more value on that than listening to what he's he's saying to do. Exactly, period. Exactly. When we've put anything ahead of him, that defines an idol. Period. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, and again, he says you'll you'll pu- you will put it away because you won't have a desire for it anymore. Uh, so that as that happened, and I followed that step, uh, that and my tendency was to put a little bit that ahead of God, but I followed it. As that happened, I, I lost that enthusiasm for that, um, and it didn't become important to me because there was something else of God that says you you automatically will cast it out. And you won't, it won't be attractive to you anymore to where you're thinking, well, I wish I would have, or I wish I would have, right. or I think I made a mistake. He says, no, right. you're, you're going to see how beautiful this is. And that's why when we define idol, remember, it's anything mm-hmm. that is more important than God, even all these great things that we're doing. Right. And the cool thing, even as you describe that, is that, that this verse demonstrates the heart work yeah. that God does as we step and follow him in his path. Yeah. That he does the harm. He literally will change our hearts, change our appetite for something we potentially loved or adored doing or whatever else. And if we simply step with him and stay with him on this path, he will change our desires to align with him when, when our heart is to be with him. He does the heart work on the inside to align right. that as well, and it's right. it's a beautiful picture of it. Well, well said. Well, as we uh, finish this uh, this section, we'll continue with this idea of pondering the path. Remember, it's just uh, being led. Am I willing to be led? Am I willing to consider process uh, God's path? And he's and he's basically saying it is it is it is something that you're going to have to spend time with me on, and it isn't even blind. You know, it's not like, well, just do this and that's it. It's no, it's ponder it to where you see, okay, I understand what you're saying to me. I'm willing to follow you because by faith, it's more important than what I see, knowing that what? He's leading me to the covenant. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And so it's, it's beautiful. So we'll pick this up uh, tomorrow uh, and look forward to, uh, to more discussion on this uh, pondering our path.
<clears throat> Sounds great. Thanks so much for sharing with us today. And thank you for joining us, everyone. I hope you guys are finding this conversation as beneficial as I am. Just yeah. great reminders even. For so. all of us, absolutely. Absolutely. All Have right. a great day, everyone. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.